Hi, this is Kate. And this is Eric. And this is the Evolved Marriage Podcast. Where we have fun with growth and connection. Thanks for joining us. All right, let's go. Hey, everyone. Welcome. Today, I am flying solo and interviewing Teresa Hildebrand. She is a mom of two, a first responder wife, a podcaster, a life coach, an entrepreneur, and a nutrition coach. She's the host of the Organized Chaos podcast, where she helps busy moms develop habits to live with intentionality and generate the confidence they need to make themselves a priority. So welcome, Teresa. Thank you so much for having me. I wanted to start out with a question just to make you more human. (laughs) So can you tell us something about yourself that you uh, don't think your listeners or our listeners would know about you? I can talk about uh, where I used to work. So I don't talk about this too much, but I worked at UCLA Health for about nine and a half years and I was a sustainability professional. So I was, you know, doing all the sustainability stuff with the hospital, making sure that we um, lessen the impact on the environment. And then I got into fitness and health. So a lot of people don't don't know that about me um, because I just like went all in with uh, fitness and nutrition and all of that stuff. That's awesome. And what made you turn to fitness and nutrition? What was kind of your in on that? Well, really it was, um, after starting my journey. So I was not feeling great. Um, and now looking back, this is kind of how I explain it. Like I was just overwhelmed and I wasn't feeling good physically and mentally, but back then I said, well, I need to lose the baby weight. I just, Mm -hmm. I need to lose that weight because my daughter was about to turn two and I was still carrying around that weight. So that was me back then. But what I didn't realize was that, yeah, I was going to go through a physical transformation, but what really changed everything for me was the, the internal transformation, the personal growth that I found and, you know, all of the, the mindset shifts that I went through that just completely changed my life and my husband's life. Um, because we both got started together. We, um, you know, we're trying to basically juggle the craziness of our lives because my husband's a police officer and he was working nights. My kids were toddlers. There was like, they were two and three years old. They're 18 months apart and life was just chaotic, um, which is why I called my podcast organized chaos, because really that's what I was trying to do was just to organize the chaos. I knew it wasn't going away because my husband wasn't going to quit his job. We weren't going to give our kids away. And it was just like, I had to just deal with the madness, but um, we got started together. We just wanted to, to feel better. You know, I think what can relate to your audience is that there was a lot of tension going on in our marriage because specifically because of his career, because Mm -hmm. I just felt like a single parent and, you know, it's, sucks sometimes to think of, you know, not having your husband there when there's a holiday and, you know, you're together with family and they're like, Oh, where's Mark? And I'm like, Oh, he's working again. So it was kind of like, there was a lot of tension going on. We didn't feel physically well. Um, so, you know, that's kind of how it started where we, we just wanted to feel better. 
what was that pivotal moment in your health and fitness journey where you were like, aha, like this isn't just about working out and eating well, like this is more like what, what made you discover that? Well, I started to notice my confidence was going up. So I had struggled with self-esteem, self-worth my whole life. And when I started working out specifically, the thing that really kind of changed it for me and changed my mindset was the fact that I could say that I was going to do something and then actually do it and then do it again and again, and then just being consistent. That was a pivotal moment for me because I knew that I could do it because I always felt, well, I've tried a diet or I tried a workout and it just didn't work for me. And I think it wasn't necessarily that I was blaming like the outside circumstances, which we normally tend to do that. Mm-hmm. I was going inward and saying, this is my fault. I am not worthy. And I am, you know, not good enough to not hit snooze and, you know, not be able to get through a workout and, or not eat well. So it was the the time that I, that I realized that, you know what, first off, I, I do have worth and I I can keep my promises to myself. That changed everything for me. I started to dig in to self-growth and just reading books, listening to podcasts, and I started to work on my nutrition. So all of this was going on where I was still working out. I was eating better, but the thing that really kind of propelled everything and really, really improved my confidence was just the fact that I had to change my mindset. I had to believe in myself. And I had to realize that there was a lot of growth that I had to go through. We talked about this just a few minutes ago about how, you know, you and Eric had to do things together uh, in order to improve your marriage. It was very similar for us where in order for us to really make a difference in our physical health, we had to do it together because we're a team, we're married and it just, it's just the way it is that that's how it works. But also that we both had to grow individually so that we can find that, you know, excitement again, because at the time we were, you know, the stress of the job, the stress of both of us working full time. And then now the stress of kids just compounded some of the feelings that we were having um, in our marriage. So as we were growing and as we were um, focusing on our, our personal health and our mindset, just everything changed. And we just kind of like it opened our mind to, wow, like this, this is something that we've been missing out on and really kind of finding working on ourselves, but really kind of seeing the beauty in each other as well. Mm -hmm. And I know that you at one point made the decision to leave your job and to start focusing on different things. What was it that really made you decide, I need to do this for us? Mm -hmm. Um, There was one major, actually, event that happened that really broke my heart. And it it made me think twice about like what I was doing, like what, what we really wanted in our lives. It was probably, I don't know, I had already been working out and we were in the middle of our journey. And my daughter, I think was in preschool and still working full time. So I'm just trying to keep up with all of the responsibilities. And one of the things that I always envied other moms was the fact that they could volunteer 
or that they could do school events in the middle of the day. And that was like, that was like impossible for me unless I had to go jump through hoops to be able to do that. And one day the school was going to have an event for Mother's Day. And I was like excited because it was after work. So I was excited. I was like, oh, I'm going to make it. And she was super excited too, because she was like, oh, we did something. Were you working on something special? She's like four years old. So I was excited to get there. And of course we live in LA and there's traffic mm-hmm. and it was like really, really bad traffic. It was like, everything was going wrong. And I was like, are you serious? I'm going to be late. So I ended up being late to the event. And the, the thing that really just changed everything for me was when I walked in, my daughter was sitting on the lap of one of her teachers and they had just been done with like a song they had sang to the parents there and I missed it. And it like broke my heart that my daughter had to see like all the other moms there. And she was sitting down with her teacher and mom wasn't there. And she was so excited about singing the song that they had created. So that was a moment where I was like, and I told my husband, I was like crying and everything. I felt so bad. I was still able to be with her, but it was like that moment that I wasn't there. So I was like, I I was heartbroken and I was telling him about it. And he was like, what can we do? I see how much this is affecting you. Like, what can we do? And he came up with a crazy idea for me to leave my job. And I was like, that is totally crazy. We're like, how are we going to actually, you know, remove our, like half of our income. That was like the first thing that came up in my mind. But then you guys talk about the head voice versus heart voice. So my heart voice started to really speak to me. Like, what is it that you really want? And I was like, I want to be more present in my kids' lives. Like, I want to spend more time with them. I want to be able to volunteer at their school. I I don't want to miss these milestones that they they would be going through because I did miss some milestones when I was working full-time. So we got to it and it was scary, um, but... I have, I left my job five years ago. So it's been five years already. Since. Oh, wow. Congratulations on making that decision because I know, yeah. I mean, I can't even imagine. See, I'm in the same boat where it's like, I have other opportunities uh, coming up and I'm like, you know what, eventually I might be able to quit teaching. And I'm like, but is that what I want? And you know, it, you go right into your head voice. So yeah. um, it's it's incredible that you've made that decision for yourself and for your family. It sounds like Mark was very supportive of your decision. Was he always like that? Because I'm sure we have some listeners that are like, I want to do that too, but my husband would be would never agree to it. Yeah. So I mean you can't force someone to agree with you, but how how do you feel you got in a place in your relationship where this was a conversation that you were able to have? Because this isn't a conversation a lot of people are able to have or even open up. Yeah, I don't think the conversation or he would have never even thought of that had we not already been kind of through the the growth um and just kind of seen thinking outside the box. And just be more open to those opportunities. But Mark has always been supportive. So, I mean, I don't know. I don't know what would have, maybe he would have suggested something else. But I think a lot of it had to do with him really saying, okay, what does she want? What is best for our family? 
And also I really need to get to work because he is one of those go-getters. Like, you know what, if I want something, I'm going to make it happen. I think that he probably saw because we also had started a business, he was working his butt off to really make it work. He probably thought, you know what, I will make it work. This is what she really wants. If this is what's best, if we want to create memories with our kids and really be more present in their lives, I don't know how it's going to happen, but I'm going to make it happen. I'll find a way. Right. Being so open to hearing your heart voice and not encouraging your head voice, I think is, is, yeah. it's huge here. I think it's such a, a gift to have a spouse who can do that and help you, you know, speak with your heart voice and, and really listen to it instead of focusing, both of you focusing on your head voice, because it's easy to get there. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, you know, it would have been normal to say that's not financially, we can't do that. Like mm-hmm. that's not going to happen. But that's the easy answer. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's our go-to. Um, yeah. Just close it off to be like, no, there's no way. And I'm not going to say that it was all rainbows and unicorns and I left my job and it was all wonderful. Right. There's always, there's always bumps on the road. So there were times, actually, there were two times where we had to sit down and, and say, or ask ourselves, okay, do, do I need to go back to work? Do I need to get a part-time job? So, you know, it, it came with challenges, but there's also that part of if I hadn't left my job, I wouldn't have been able to take care of him because maybe like a few months after I left my job officially, he got really, really sick. And it turned out several months later after trying to figure out what the heck was going on, we, um, he got diagnosed with Crohn's disease. So there was a lot of emotions and there was also a lot of, I guess, a need for me to be around. So, I mean, it, it all worked out in the end, but it definitely was still a challenge. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I can imagine. Now going back to, uh, the first, uh, part of your journey, uh, you did talk about how your daughter was too. You were really like, I need to lose the baby weight. I know through our community and through the different communities that I'm part of, you hear a lot of moms who are overwhelmed and they use all the excuses in the book to justify why they're not eating well, why they're not exercising, why they're not taking care of themselves. And we we as moms, especially tend to make a lot of these excuses of like, you know, well, it's baby weight and it's one more year. I'll just start next year and I can't eat healthy because I have to make food for my kids. So how did you get around these typical excuses to create healthy habits and to start organizing your life in order to bring it to where it is now? Yeah. I mean, I had to really learn through trial and error what really helped me and what really changed it all. There were really three components. One was I knew what I needed to do because a lot of times, a lot of us moms don't really know what it is that we need to do for exercise. So we think, okay, um, well, if I want to lose weight, maybe I should do cardio. And they're like, oh yeah, let's do all the cardio. Um, And then eating. Okay. So I have to go on like a super strict diet. And like to get rid of carbs because carbs are bad, right? But it's it's a mindset shift. Um, so really understanding what my body actually needed because we're all individuals and we all have different needs. So really finding like the appropriate workout for me for what my goals were 
and actually it was weight training and then, you know, finding the proper foods for me because I also have PCOS. So it's actually a lot more of a struggle for me to maintain my weight or, um, or lose weight because of my hormonal imbalances. So I had to really find that component, like what worked best for me as far as, um, exercise and nutrition. The other piece was community. You've talked about this before, but community was super important and accountability. So I I had to surround myself with the people who were striving to be better and that were creating those habits that I also wanted to create. Because when you're, when you're doing this alone, it's really easy for you to not do it. So having that accountability and having to check in or, you know, just having to slog in my workouts and just say, Hey, I worked out today. Um, it made a huge, huge difference. And then of course, the other piece would be uh, personal development. I started to read books, not on necessarily working out and, and, and nutrition, but really this was finding a book that was going to help you with focusing on that one thing. So, uh, you know, I read the one thing or the slight edge, seven habits of highly effective people. All of those books really made the biggest impact because they helped me just realize that a lot of what I was doing was not going to be sustainable if I went back to old habits and just not being able to figure this all out with our busy life. So those three components were super critical. So it's been almost 10 years that we started our journey and we're still going strong. That's amazing. You talked a lot about learning how to eat better and things like that. Who taught you what kind of exercise your specific body needed? What, who mm-hmm. taught you what food your specific body needed? Because we were so busy and we needed something super quick. Um, we, we found that the gym was just not for us because with our lifestyle, it just, it, it was kind of more of a burden than anything else. So we found home workouts so we were able to, you know, do those whenever we could do them. After a while, we actually created a routine and there were specific times when we were doing it. But at the very beginning, just being able to go to my living room and do a quick workout was amazing for me. Um, as far as nutrition, I just started to follow portion control. I don't want to call it a diet. It's just a way of eating, but just like really focusing on my portions, because even though I was starting to eat healthier and what I thought was healthier, the portions weren't right for me. And then when I really wanted to learn the science behind nutrition and how the body processes food and some of the effects of certain foods, I actually looked at precision nutrition. So that was the certification that I got. And they have like a ton of great resources that just kind of teach you more about what you can eat based on your specific goals, based on your body type, and just based on like your lifestyle. That's awesome. Yeah. And it sounds like so attainable, you know, like it sounds like you're absolutely right. Just having some equipment, some, you know, easy equipment, or even just like a DVD or YouTube to just start that journey and then grow from there. Yeah. Um, I mean, we tend to overcomplicate things, but it, it really <laughs> is that. <laughs> yeah, you're definitely right. We do tend to overcomplicate things. And I think that's one of the biggest barriers we put in our own way. It's mm-hmm. okay. I need to start working out, but I need to do it, you know, at 110%. Oh, and it's yeah. like, well, why don't you just start at home 
And then eventually, you know, once you get the habit, you get that healthy habit, you can get to a place where you're, I don't know, lifting weights at a gym or whatever you want to get to. (laughs) Yeah. And I, I, you know, that's a great point that you brought up is that just doing something and it's Mm -hmm. about creating the habit because that's why people fall off. Everybody's gun ho in January, but then mm-hmm. like come, I think they say like 80% of people who have created a like new year's resolution by Valentine's day have already fallen off 80%, Absolutely. which is crazy, but it makes sense because they actually don't create the habit. So even going on a walk, you know, you want to start off with just activity, just moving your body, going for a walk, but making it a habit. Like if you're going to do it every day or every other day, make it a habit specific time if you can, but just creating that routine is super helpful. I love everything you're saying. I think so many people can benefit from what you're saying and learn. I know you also do life coaching. So I'm in like the process of going through my life coach certification, um, but Really, I'm going through a whole rebrand, really trying to paint the picture for myself of who I want to serve. And um, what I'm finding is I really want to help the female entrepreneur who wants to build their business, but also raise a family at the same time, truly create harmony between life and our business. So, you know, there's a lot of things going on. I mean, we're doing a podcast right now and my kids, I don't know if you can hear them, but they're like trying to take a shower and my husband's out there and it's it's chaos right now. But I know that there's like this beautiful life that we can create by, you know, like serving others, creating a business and especially women creating businesses that can, you know, serve other women, but also have that family connection really thrive in your life personally and wellness and everything, I feel like I can bring something to the table where I can help that mom think of things in a different way. So really focusing inward so that she can create that life and that harmony so that she can really live her best life. Oh, that's, that's beautiful. I think that's amazing. And I think you're definitely the person to do it if, if anyone is to do it. Now, in the meantime, if anybody wants to get hold of you, where can they do that? Well, they can um, go and listen to the podcast, uh, organizedchaospodcast.com is where you can find all of the episodes, or you can find me on any major uh, podcast platform, or you can check me out on Instagram at uh, thfitness2. That's where I spend most of my time on social media. Um, Those are the two places that people can check me out. Amazing. Well, thank you so very much for being here today. I had an amazing conversation with you and I've learned so much. So I really appreciate you being here and I look forward to talking more. Thank you so much for having me. This was fun. So there you have it, my second interview. I'm getting pretty good at it, if I must say. (laughs) For everything we do, check out our website, evolvedmarriage.com. Please share this episode if you think it can help anybody or they can benefit from it. And we will talk to you soon. Bye. (laughs) 